Welcome back to the Battle of the Sexes podcast. I'm your host, Mahomeboys, and we have Southern Sassafras as a co-host, and welcome back to Portal Combat. Oh, yeah, I'm back. Hey, y'all. We, uh, this is our, our second Hurricane Edition um, podcast. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Luckily, hurricane season ends this month, so we're good. Should be the last. Yeah, hopefully it's done after this, so... But it's good to have everybody back. We had a bye week last week. I was sick. And then I had family in town. And Aaron was busy at work doing everything without me. So busy at work. And my, and my daughter had the flu at the same time. Oh, yeah, time. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So it was crazy. So we're, we're all back. Pretty much healthy. I guess we'll kind of just go back into the, um, you know, looking at, like, where we're at for the standings. Or is it week? It's week 10 this week. We're getting much closer to uh, the playoffs. The week 15 is actually the first week of the playoffs because um, so week 15, 16, and 17 is our playoffs. And so that means you got basically five games between now and then. So everybody's still in it as far as I can tell. I mean, I think there's a couple teams that are might be getting close to being out of it. Um, I'm one of those teams. So I got to <laughs> definitely step up and, and win five straight essentially to have a chance probably. Speaking of that, I'll just jump right into the commissioner's tip. Um, I won't leave you in suspense till the end, but so the commissioner's tip of the week is spend your fab right now. There's still a lot of teams that have a lot of fab um, on their budget. So if you find a player that you want to put in your starting lineup, spend up on them because, you know, pretty soon your the trade deadline closes at the end of the month. Uh, I think it's like right at the end of the month, end of November is when the, you can't trade anymore between teams. And it'll also lock, start locking players that are like fantasy relevant. So your high end players, it, it is a feature that is added on so that teams can't dump amazing players and other people can pick them up. So it'll kind of lock you into like those guys that are, that are always starts and stuff like that. Um, you know, if you figure out somebody and you're going to pick them up and they're doing awesome and they're going to be in your starting lineup, spend, spend your money. And then also, um, I would say, you know, if you have somebody that you've been waiting on in a while and they're still not back, it might be time to just get rid of that person and find somebody that's relevant right now so that you can continue to win uh, because we're all kind of pushing at that point to get to the playoffs right now. So anybody's game. That's right. Uh, all right. So let's talk about Sassafras' Cajun Creole. And um, after that, we'll kind of look at like the last couple of weeks. You guys want to chime in with like anything that was crazy or any kind of good matchups that we saw that we didn't get to cover last week. We can talk about those too. Go ahead, Southern Sassafras. So this week, the spiciest player is Joe Mixon, 55.10 points. He had five touchdowns. 211 scrimmage yards. I mean, career game for him. Uh, he's going to remember that for uh, ever. So he is just phenomenal. And then the blandest player this week is Tyler Higby. Zero points. He had one target that he missed. Uh, I read an article earlier about how he's one of the disappointing players, you know, for a tight end position. He was always kind of a go-to and pretty good with fantasy. But this year, he's just kind of struggled. Yeah, that uh, Joe Mixon score did not help him weather a beaten by Joe or Minshew Benyon's weather a beating by Mortal Combat. So I was about to say yes, I I was worried when I saw how many points he was putting up. But it's really funny coming to work the next day and every single person he went against him was like, oh, he just ran me over, he destroyed everybody. But I was able to weather the storm. I don't know how. 
You definitely weathered the storm by quite a bit. That was impressive. Well, thank you for the spiciest, blandest players of the week. Appreciate it. All right, let's move on to the matchup. So, I mean, we were talking about it already. Let's just jump into your matchup, Darren. Uh, Mention menus versus Portal Combat. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was it was a really good matchup um, for me, anyway. <laughs> I put up 153. I'm pretty sure Minshew beat me last time, though. So it was kind of a revenge game. Pretty excited about that. Uh, at Derrick Henry put up 25 points. Um, Kirk Cousins put up 20. He, they were doing okay. Obviously, uh, Minshew Minions had Joe Mixon, but I mean that was pretty much it. None of none of his other players really performed at all. Um, I'm not sure who he had on the bench at the time, but I I did check and there might have been only one other player with points. So there wasn't a lot of of pivots to do. This was a hard week for everybody. I mean, there were so many people on on by or injured at this point that there's a there's a lot of zeros on the bench. The only person he had on the bench that would have even contributed really was uh, James Robinson. And then he had he had Isaiah Likely, who's actually been Baltimore's leading receiver, but it's notorious for the Ravens not to do well in the passing game on Monday Night Football. So it's kind of their thing. So they did win the game. Uh, Minshew Minions did not win his game. So yeah, and I really like that for the most part that my team was balanced. You know, I wasn't relying really on just one person. You can take any one of these scores out, and I could have you know, still won. So that's solid. Be interesting to see where uh, Minshew Minions goes with his quarterback since he has Dalton. And I think they're at uh, Winston should be back pretty soon or should be healthy. And, you know, is that going to be a competition for the starting job or yeah. do you maybe we'll send Brady on his way? Oh, yeah. Trade him, Brady. Yeah. If he wants to send Joe Mixon my way. You I'll, hear that, Minshew? That trade. trade offers. Let's go. <laughs> Let's move on to uh, my homeboys and Dak to the Future, where neither one of us <laughs> scored any points. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a rough week for both of us. Honestly, I mean, he won, but like neither one of us got anywhere close to our projections. You know, yeah. 136 points projected for him and 128 for me, and then our teams just did bad. Like Naeem Hines getting traded to Buffalo, I thought that he would, you know, assume that starting role. And that's why I played him, and he did not. He did play, but it was limited, and most of the, most of the stuff was um, still just singletary. And honestly, they didn't really. And they actually lost. You know, the Bills lost to the Jets. So every team is beatable in the NFL, except what? the Eagles. Except for maybe the Eagles. But I did talk to Bald Eagle this week, and he said <laughs> I, he would like to see them play a team that's like a playoff competitor team because they've been had they have a pretty soft schedule. Yeah, they had it pretty easy. Um, what's crazy to me is that just the last week we weren't we weren't here to to recap it, but you did over 180 points, 185 point yeah. something, yeah. and almost almost took down girls rule. Man, what a close game that was! So we got to recap that. But to turn around after that week and put put up less than 80, that's that's crazy. Yeah, so after correction, I put up 181.46 points, and she put up 186.4. But at the in the moment, I had only I had lost by like 0.3 points or something like that. So um, it was it, it was crazy, devastating. Yeah, it it was it was so close, and it was a huge letdown to be that close and still and still not win. I mean, McCaffrey threw a touchdown, 
He had that was the game that he threw a touchdown, received a touchdown, and did a running touchdown. So he had yeah. like all three. The trifecta <laughs> put up forty yeah. plus points, and I still couldn't pull out the win. So it just shows you like how overall strong her team is, and that's why she's in the number one position. I, you, I mean, you can't take anything away from that. It's, it's she's a strong team, and she was kind of getting cocky like this this past week we were talking to her and, and i was Wrong. like you know what happened to mortal Kombat last year when he got super cocky <laughs> that's true number one position and i'm pretty sure you only had like one or two losses all season that's right so don't and, and you can ask samuels about the same thing i think he i think um the original rbd had the same thing happen to him where he was very dominant and then he lost in the playoffs so yeah anybody can go down at any time it's um it's crazy yeah absolutely so don't don't get too far ahead of yourself congratulations <laughs> on the win but so speaking of let's move into the girls rule bald eagle matchup where she put up another 180 another 180 yeah we, we say don't get too cocky but she is killing it right now bald eagle put up a respectable 130 that's not bad uh but to win this week you, you got to put up a lot of numbers other than your matchup uh, mm-hmm. All the other winners put up at least 146 was the next lowest. There was a there were some pretty pretty decent blowouts. And his tight end even gave him 24 points. I mean that's like phenomenal for a tight end, and yes. still couldn't get the victory. And he didn't have anyone that really underperformed necessarily. That kind of sticks out to me. I mean Tyler Higby was the blandest player and didn't give him any points, so that probably could have helped shift him a little bit. But you think tight ends are not going to give you? 50 something points so yeah not yeah. not 50 I mean, this is rocking and rolling 29 points for new england defense is pretty good yeah and sh- last week she beat me without mahomes and mahomes was back this week and 32 points Devonte adams started showing up after he's pushing reporters down on the ground so <laughs> apparently it didn't slow slow him down in the receiving game <laughs> he was back on the field tearing it up i mean the fact that she still had Joshua Palmer on her bench put up 18 points. So she could have put up more points even like that. Just that's insane. Like she's just yeah. having the right people at the right time on bye week to like, I think new England's on by this next week. So she's going to be looking at getting another uh, defensive team. Whoever's got her this week, hopefully you can put up 180 points. Cause that's what it sounds like. It takes at least that to even get close. Yeah. Thankfully that's not me. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's in my division. So that means I have to play her twice, which is not great. So, <laughs> she is six and zero in the division, eight and one on the year. So she, she's crushing it. If everybody stays healthy. She's on track to make a really good run at it. Yep. All right. Moving on to the next one, we got I pity the fool and Southern Sassafras knocking off Hello. number two. Hello. Where did this Sassafras girl come from? Number twelve, <laughs> and now let me see. I think I'm fourth. Like fourth in the top five. Yes. I'm sneaking my way. I was joking around with sis the other day and I said, you know, I'm facing Nicole this week. I pity the fool and I'm a little nervous. And then when I beat her, I was like, hey, I'm coming for you. <laughs> so I don't know if I have what it takes. I mean, I only got 178, but I was very happy with my victory. Yeah, that's pretty good. And you got the largest uh, margin of victory for this week. Oh, biggest blowout. Nice. Absolutely. That's That's great. I regret trading you Travis Etienne now. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, he's been really good, especially with the Robinson trade. I mean, that's just kind of, you know, now they're his go-to. So you always like to see that when you have the go-to person and it just happened to be traded and fall in my lap. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, just enjoying my little victory win. I won last week and I won this week. So 
Hopefully I can keep it going. I know that her tight end only gave her like 1.8 points. Um, and then her, her wide receivers didn't, you know, both under 10 points. So that really didn't help her because Josh Allen and, and Diggs, they, they're looking really good. So they're doing well. So they always put up high points, just like in girls rules team with uh, Mahomes and Adams. You know, they, they just have those kind of top tier guys that are just in fantasy going to give you those high points every week. When you have those two, it kind of helps. And, you know, Cooper Cup always, every week is just good. And it's so funny because Stafford is just tanking and continues to tank. I think he's under concussion protocol this week. And he still puts up points. So that's just that athleticism just that some players Pretty just sure have. if Stafford couldn't throw the ball, Cooper Cup could just throw it to himself. And right. catch it. He'd, I mean, throw a, he'd, he'd gonna, pull a McCaffrey. His yeah. yards after the catch. Yeah, I mean, they'll just have a running back or something step in and throw the ball or something. But um, Cade Otten was like came out of nowhere like so Cameron Brait was kind of their go-to tight end in, in Tampa and then Kate Otten and I don't know if you guys have looked at his profile picture but is it because he looks like Tom Brady is that why that Tom Brady likes throwing to him so much oh I haven't seen it but I'm yeah, sure you, you that's should definitely, gotta be, if yeah. you guys get a chance take a look at his his profile picture on on Yahoo it looks he looks like he looks like a young Tom Brady kind of I don't know if maybe just me but congratulations on your win against the number two team that's awesome i mean to be in fourth place and you were i remember earlier you were like i'm selling my team i remember <laughs> yeah. cooper, cup was, cooper cup was on the trade everyone block. was on the bench my whole team was was literally on the trade block and i remember i think samuels messaged me and said is she serious about having cooper cup on the trade block i said i think it's just a vent move I said, I don't think you could <laughs> offer her enough to yeah. get him. I said, but she was uh, real worried. And now look at you. So, I mean, it's just, I mean, she moved all the way up from 12th position to fourth position and looking strong. All right, let's move on to uh, auto draft versus one to a hill. Swood Chubbs finally set his lineup. So he actually had players. I was about to say, actually put up 120 points. That's. I mean, two points not off bad. his projection, so I mean, it's not it's not bad. I think it was a, for him too, Zach Moss just going to uh, Indianapolis and thinking that they might use him. I don't know if he played or not in that game, but kind of like the um, on your team, you know, you were kind of yeah, Naeem Hines, mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah, and Russell Gage is like the uh, he's he's hurt off and on, so I don't know that he's healthy enough to play. And they're and they have a lot of receivers, so that hurt him he just didn't get the the targets that he needed to be able to perform put up 26 points with justin jefferson which was great but one to a hill like was kind of in the same situation you were um mortal combat where you're yeah, just very, a balanced team right very balanced yeah i like that because then because if you have enough consistent guys then you can just rely on you know hope that just one or two blow up and if they don't then you know maybe the team that you're going against doesn't have anybody who does it either so well, I think he's got he's got here. a superstar in Kenneth Walker. Yeah, that, that guy looks amazing. I mean, I love AJ Dillon. It's just he has not performed this year. It's been Aaron Jones' show in Green Bay, and honestly, Green Bay just hasn't been very good on the fantasy side of things. Right. So, you know that that hurts you as well. But you know, Christian Olave, another rookie, he went real heavy on the younger yes. side of things. I think um, so. That, I think, was kind of his ups and downs this year is because of that, right? The youth, and sometimes they're boom and bust type players. But DeAndre Swift still, I mean, they got the team got the win, but he, I don't know that he's like 100% healthy. He only had three receptions for 10 yards and 40, um, and then 10 rush, uh, so 40 receiving yards and 10 rush yards. So he didn't really play a lot. They, they kind of kept him limited, I think. Yeah, and then I also look at this bench, and there's not a lot of points 
there either. And I'll say this now. I know everybody's been waiting, but uh, there's no benchiest player, no Bortles benchiest player of the week because yeah. these these margins are just too big and there's just no points on anybody's bench really not enough to sway any of these games, which is, which is pretty crazy, but that just goes to show you have so many hurt players, so many players on by this week, everybody had to dig real deep to, to cover their, <laughs> their players that are on by. Yeah. This was one of the biggest, I think the biggest bye weeks of the season too. Uh, there's like six teams on by this week that going forward, you should start seeing more people in people's lineups. And hopefully we're back to having a benchiest player so we can mock. Yeah, this week it was a lot of injuries. And that just means that somebody's getting points somewhere, right? So that yeah. one-off player that you never heard of is getting is getting points. So maybe you want to look at pivoting toward him. All right, last matchup of the week. We have Hespanians versus the original RBD. Original RBD coming back around. He was trailing toward the end, too, for a little while. And now back in seventh place, so he's right on the cusp of hitting the playoffs. I won't lie, I'm pretty, I'm pretty worried because I got to play him this coming week. So. <laughs> he's got some good-looking players. Geno Smith is rocking and rolling as quarterback. Really, just kind of came out of nowhere and has really just been shining this year. Eckler is doing well. Damian Pierce, that was a great draft that he had for him because he's doing really good on that team. And Kenyon Drake came out of nowhere as well, so that was really good. And if he would have played Fields, he would have put closer almost 200 points with with that extra. Right, yeah. Could have the, got, so. yeah. But, I mean, I would have probably played Gino over Justin Fields, too. Just But who knew that Chicago-Miami was going to be a 32-35 game? Like, right. where did that come from? So, <laughs> that was impressive. And I did, like, I don't know if you guys saw on the team chat where uh, Minshew Minions was poking at yeah, uh, Lazard. and said, Lazard sucks, bro. And then he places they put 20 points up. He said, I'm just going to leave this right here. That was, that wasn't great. It shows, uh, I could tell that he was using his analytics side where he was like, ah, I'd rather play this person against, you know, a, a lower level defense versus one of the highest defenses in the league against another players. Um, he was playing his matchup and it paid off in this situation. All right. And I think for KNN, it was just Carolina. They're just struggling right now. So TJ Moore, you know, didn't really help her. Clyde was a layer that's, you know, that was a tough game. We watched it uh, with the Titans and, and the Chiefs and, you know, they just didn't, he didn't get a lot of opportunities or do a lot of running. So that's why he had a, uh, that score. Yeah, Kathy, you got to start using your uh, fab. Use your fab. You got a hundred fab. Use some, use some fab. Go get some players. She's, cl- she's close to making the playoffs too, right? Ninth position. Right. So get rid of yeah, some of these guys of... that aren't performing, you know, Isaiah Spiller and uh, Devontae Parker and stuff like these guys that aren't, that are out and not scoring up points. Get some people that you know you can at least start or stream for a week or two or something. Yeah, be a Minshew and just pick up your team every week. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't look at his. Uh, <laughs> did anybody look at his transaction history to see how many transactions he has this now? When I got to what page to? twelve, I had to just close it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's too many at that point, right? Yeah, I'm like, is this a trade transactions or is a novel? I don't know. He's at sixty two roster moves now. <laughs> We have we have a player with one, five, six, seven, eleven, and fourteen. I think I mean you add those numbers up, he's still got more than half the league by himself. Yet he's in eighth place. So he's fighting, but it's I don't know if it's paying off for him. Steve, get ready to wear that shirt because I, I think <laughs> I think it's gonna happen, man, at this point. Yeah, and think about what you want to have for dinner. <laughs> Because you're still going to have to pick, I think. Yeah, you're going to have to pick dinner in your shirt. You're going to have to go out and, <laughs> and find out what you guys are going to eat that night. 
All right, let's move on to the transactions for this week. So I we didn't have a lot of competition necessarily. I think there's like maybe one that had some competition, but Steve spent $10 on waivers to pick up Michael Parsons. Girls Rule spent $5 on New Orleans. Uh, Menchie Minions picked up Kadarius Tony. See, so hopefully, hoping he's more in the Kansas City game, not for fantasy purposes, but for my own selfish purposes of winning games. And then other than that, we had some fab offers where looks Justin like RBD Fields. picked up a defense tennessee for five dollars too yeah and other than that like on the fab offers there was a couple from the previous week that paid off um so justin fields was there right. and then i bet on rondell Moore against minchin minions so i think justin fields could be a really good streaming option for original rbd so i think that, that that possibly could pay off for him but even then like these waiver offers are very low right i don't want you to bid high because i don't have much fab left but <laughs> i would say if you have somebody you know you're gonna start spend a good percentage of your of your yeah, fabs so they're that you're sure you can get them right because you only have a couple more weeks to where the fab's even going to be worthwhile to use yeah so just use it before you lose it basically anything else for the podcast i don't really have i don't have a question of the week this week we're kind of just uh getting back in the groove of things so i didn't i didn't really think of anything so i don't know if you guys have anything you want to cover if not we can wrap it up yeah i'm good that's awesome all right guys Spend your, set your lineups. Set your lineups by weeks, by weeks, by weeks. Set your lineups, your rosters at the end of November. Remember, if you want any to trade anybody, you better trade before then because it's going to lock it down just like the NFL has a trade deadline. So does fantasy. And we will talk to you guys post hurricane. Later. Later.